Oh, welcome to the Mirror Men Show, Men and Women. I'm your host, Justin Time, and this is your third episode in our uh, show on gender. And I'm going to talk today about uh, the Caucasian race. I happen to be Caucasian myself, so I'm coming at this with a lifetime of experience, unfortunately. Anyways, um, this, of course, as a gender show, is going to tie into gender and how the Caucasian race in general. Again, there's exceptions to the rules, but we don't waste time talking about the exceptions. Um, I happen to have Caucasian friends who I hang out with, um, not hang out with these days, but talk to on a regular basis, etc. Anyhow, so this is not a racist thing. If some people like to get simple-minded and immediately go to that because, I don't know, maybe they're politically correct or whatever, which I'm not. I'm just truth correct, or I try to be truth correct, not politically correct. Uh, I mean, why would anybody be politically correct nowadays when... Anyway, I'm digressing. You know, when politics is corrupted. So you want to be politically correct, that equates to you wanting to be... Uh, corrupt correct anyhow I don't know what I was trying to say there it's morning I just woke up so bear with me uh, and I got a few things going on I'm going to try not to do that in the future try to be more professional in the future about this I'm learning as I go along how to do a radio uh, a radio program uh, so anyhow we'll get into this um, and this is going to be about uh, though how the Caucasian race in general uh, has been the most damaging, uh, de- uh, destructive to to gender roles and relations around the world, by far more than any other group of people. And uh, this is going to be, you know, obvious stuff. Almost everything I say in my show is obvious stuff that. Uh, somehow people miss in their daily lives. It's just like sitting there hidden in plain sight, I guess you could say. But, uh, although I don't know how if it's in plain sight it can be so hidden. I've never understood that uh, myself. But, uh, if you look at all the... Let's just, you know, picture the, the map of the world and look at all the Caucasian parts of it. So that means we kind of black out Africa... Uh, well, and then from there you gotta go a little less of a blackout on the Middle East and Asia because <coughs> the lighter you get, the lighter, the uh, more Caucasian is in, is in those races. For example, Middle Easterners are going to be part Caucasian of, of the Caucasoid, uh, uh, of Caucasoid genetics. Okay, this is scientific that can be verified if you uh, do a uh, Google search on it. Okay, so that's that's uh, pretty simple, actually. You, you, the lighter you, uh, the people are, the more Caucasoid genetics they have within them. It's, it's basic stuff here that uh, we're starting off with. So, the lighter the country... And again, this is going to sound unbelievably idiotic of me in, in this day and age because it's not politically correct. Um, so to all the sheep out there that like to be simple-minded, uh, I'm sorry, but the, a lot of things in life you'll find actually are 
quite simple, but profound at the same time. Just like you'll find a lot of stereotypes are true. Not all, but a lot are. They became stereotypes for a reason. They just didn't fall out of the sky. Uh, anyhow, it's getting to something, though. I'm not just trying to make you know, these kinds of statements without a point. So, starting off with this, the flat-out Caucasian race, you look to Europe. What's happening in Europe? Is it um, thriving? No, quite the opposite. As you're listening to the show, Europe is crumbling underneath itself. It's, uh, or excuse me, crumbling upon itself. It's buckling at the knees. It's, 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 uh, what Rome was when it fell. It's, Europe is falling. It's totally collapsing upon itself. Uh, again, it's not opinion. It can be verified. Just look it up, people. We have Google nowadays at your university. So, uh, United States, what's happening? Um, this Caucasian nation is crumbling too. Now, I'm going to have to pause there because I know immediately some of the more um, uh, well-read people, I guess you say, like to read a lot of things on the Internet, will say... Oh, that's because of the other racists, you know, they're coming in and destroying our country. That's not white people. That's that's non-white people doing that. Oh, no, no, no. Who allowed the non-white people there? Whose policies were that? Not just an ideology to allow that, but they put it in policy to allow that sort of thing to happen. See, that gets off into a little more uh, abstract thing uh, with Caucasians. And maybe uh, if I can't articulate it here in this show, I can f- figure out a way to do that in another show. But uh, b- backing up a little bit, uh, Caucasians that have, you know, everybody has their traits, um, what they're known for. And within the Caucasian race, and again, I'm speaking from my own experience as a Caucasian, a lifetime of experience, they like to do things indirectly. They like to use other people as leverage to get things done. It's just a habit, I guess you could say. It's a, a natural habit. They're just that way. It's their personality. It's hardwired within them. They don't really like to do things... Them, and I'm, I'm saying this in comparison. Yes, there's other people that are the same way, but I, in comparison to other people, Caucasians are the worst at this. They just have a habit, if, if they want something done, to get other people to do it for them. Um, they want to fight somebody... They don't do it tribally, like say, for example, Africans one-on-one, right there in the, uh, in the, uh, on the on the range in the, some grassland somewhere. They they just uh, do it through their military. And yes, other races have militaries, but that's another subject we'll get into later. This all started with Europeans a long, long time ago. Um, my main point there is just to say that even more than other races white people like to use leverage and do things uh, by way of other people uh, doing things much more indirectly than anyone else does <coughs> excuse me that's just their thing um, and it's what they're known for throughout the world although nobody ever articulates it I don't think um, uh, anyway so yeah, of course, uh, it's happened at the time that the uh, other races have been coming into the country. 
But this is white people doing it to themselves. They're just, the, that's the point, is that uh, the Caucasian people are destroying their own selves. Not only that, but by their same thi- thinking and their, their same beliefs, they're uh, doing it to other nations. We know of economic hitmen, jackals. Well, not everybody knows about economic hitmen and jackals, but their job is to uh, go to other countries. Well, they're in other countries every day, and their sole purpose, mission, is to bankrupt those countries in order to blackmail them for the United States government. So uh, the point is uh, they're destructive. And again, this is by comparison. Yes, everybody's destructive, can be, but uh, by comparison, the Caucasian race has been the most in this world. We are the one, the, I, I don't know why I'm saying we, I'm not doing it, but uh, in general, the Caucasian race are the ones who are uh, causing this uh, global warming, about to destroy the planet, uh, literally, um, because, uh, you know, all of their shenanigans, they just can't stop. It, it's it's a I like to use the word mania. It's a psychological term that I think works the best in describing a Caucasian race. They just cannot stop whatever in the hell they're doing. They can't ever live in peace. They're always, they always have to, you know, pardon my language to some of you who have sensitive ears, but they like to fuck things up. And I like to use that word because it really uh, describes the emotion of me and a lot of people around the world against the Caucasian race in general. Again, it's not a racist thing. It's more of a cultural thing. It don't have to be that way because the lack of melanin in their skin, because their skin pigmentation, so it's not like that. Um, uh, Okay. I had to pause. Uh, Thank God for the pause button. Um, Again, I'll try to get better in the future. And not have other things going on while I'm doing these shows, but uh, this is my first time. I don't want to do this. I'd rather have somebody else do it for me, to be honest with you guys. Uh, but nobody's uh, doing this nowadays. Uh, I'm trying to live more of a retired life, to be honest with you. Uh, but at the same time, people have got to get this so they can start making some changes. Um, hopefully, I mean, I don't think it'll happen throughout the, most of the world because it's just not the way things are going to play out in the last days. But, you know, there's still many of you um, who can uh, change some things in certain parts of the world. Uh, anyway, getting back to what I was saying. Uh, so, yeah, again, this is going to be simple stuff. If anybody just takes a moment, looks at, at the world, um, looks at where most of these problems are coming out of. They're coming out of Caucasian nations. Um, Now, some people might think that Canada is as good of a a nation as they like to let on. But uh, Canadians basically are like uh, the redneck French, okay? They're the... uh, uh, they are to France what Australians are to the UK, to England. Uh, they're basically the rednecks of, uh, you know, they just couldn't stay in Europe a long time ago, so they, they 
they went somewhere else and set up their own place. But, um, and so, uh, what I'm saying about Canada is that they are very related to the French, being as that's their descendants, uh, their, their descendant line, you know, where they come from originally. Um, and if anybody knows about the French, they're the same way. They, they're kind of like those people that play the music as the Titanic ship's going down. They just, uh, they're continuing to try to sip on their wine and, and uh, pretend that they're just, uh, you know, living in a fairy tale kind of existence. And it, uh, I mean, I'm not probably articulating this the best way, but that's sort of the nature of Canadians. They're, they're like the French. And uh, I'm sure many of you know what's been happening in France lately. They're completely being destroyed. They're one of the worst uh, hit uh, countries in Europe right now. Um, and they're getting so desperate, they're starting to produce these kind of crazy fanatics as uh, leaders that I've been seeing in the news lately. But anyway, Canada's got that same sort of you know, way about them. Uh, same type of beliefs, you know, they, they, so they're not letting that on in their news, so most people don't know what's going on in Canada lately, but they're, they're not doing nearly as well as uh, people may think, it's just, uh, they're not putting up any kind of a fight about it, uh, just like the French did it, they just sort of welcomed their own destruction with open arms, um, they figured, you know, that might make things better, but, um, anyway, what am I trying to say? Um, okay, so we have now, again, just taking a simple look at the world for a moment um, to get a better understanding of things. Uh, now, let's look at the non-white countries, because I know there's people that are going to say, oh, well, what about Africa? They're always fighting and they're in poverty. And, you know, Central and South America, same thing. Uh, okay. I never said at the beginning of the show that there was not problems. I, in fact, I pointed out a few times there's uh, uh, you know, problems with everybody. It doesn't matter who it is in the world. I'm saying by comparison, by far and away, the biggest problems... It's like if you have somebody that steals uh, $100 out of your wallet on the street, and then you have a bank who steals $100,000 out of your account. By comparison, do you consider that person on the street a thief at that point? No, you're not concerned about your hundred bucks anymore. I mean, I, I, maybe a hundred bucks is even too high. Maybe I should say you just stole ten. Because I think it's more uh, uh, that type of analogy. Uh, that type of a comparison. Um, you're going to just be focused on the bank saying oh no these guys are the thieves they took a hundred grand I was going to pay for uh, my house uh, going to buy a new house outright okay so this is what we're talking about by comparison Central South America their issues we see on the news which gets played a lot more mind you because uh, let's face it the Caucasian race in general tends to control the media too um, not just nationally, but internationally. Um, and so, yes, there's fighting in Africa. Would I say poverty? 
It depends on your definition. If you're going by Caucasian's definition, sure. But why would you apply Caucasian's definition to a group of people who are not Caucasian? Maybe they have their own definition of, of uh, financial status. The, because their culture is different. So that's another problem. We have, uh, um, I don't know why I keep saying we, but the Caucasian race in general has, is they arrogantly start off with their own standards of things when, uh, when um, you know, uh, considering other people, which doesn't make any sense. But uh, anyway, Africans have always gotten by. Um, uh, yes, they do have people who are starving and to the point it's not healthy. Um, like I say, everybody has their problems. But they're not the ones destroying the world's supply of water. They're not destroying the ozone layer. They're not uh, starting wars around the world. They don't have military occupations in everybody's homeland. Um, they... Let's see. They don't go around trying to instigate things like these economic hitmen do. It. <coughs> Excuse me. Every day. Um, and by the way, when I was uh, mentioning the economic hitmen and the jackals, uh, they work for the United States government. And other Caucasian nations have the same thing. And from what I know, Latin America, Africa, and Asia do not have the same thing or the equivalent of the same thing. Um, and if they do, there's no comparison. It's like uh, comparing pennies to $100 bills. It's like uh, not nearly in the same category of, 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 of an amount of them, if they do, uh, which, again... What I know that other non-Caucasian non nations do not have these economic hitmen or jackals. Uh, jackals are, by the way, some uh, somebody that works for the government. That uh, they're the violent ones. They're the, basically the ones that uh, you know kill and um, uh, do all sorts of violent blackmail on the on the uh, leaders of other nations if they don't comply. Uh, with the economic hitmen who are there just as businessmen to bribe them uh, or just, you know, uh, blackmail them somehow into uh, doing what the United States government uh, wants. But anyways, um, so uh, Africans don't do this. Asians don't do these kinds of things either. Um, they, uh, well, one thing the Asians do, and again, this goes back to what I was saying, once you start getting lighter skin, you do have more of the Caucasoid genetics in the people, so you will start to have more problems as you get lighter into lighter nations, not darker. It's the complete opposite of what, you know, uh, I'm sure they, you've always, uh, been under the impression of the, the, what, Society has made people believe. Um, so now in Asia, yeah, they're gonna you're gonna have a little more problems. They're gonna um, 
you're going to see problems with pollution, uh, huge extreme amounts of it. Um, and uh, just overpopulation in general, I would say, is their issue. Uh, same with India. Um, now, Latin America, their problem is going to be more um, domestic violence. There are uh, actually, <laughs> that's another thing that surprised me is that actually the most violent cities in the world are in Latin America, they're not in Africa. Africa has some violent cities, but hell, nowadays America has violent cities too. Um, but it's actually more Latin America, especially in Mexico. I think Mexico City, um, Mexico City or another one I can't remember, but is uh, at least a few years ago was the most violent city in the world. So you're gonna have more problems there. Um, in Latin America with that, with more home homeland uh, violence. So, um, yeah, the, that's kind of the, the main point I want to get at with you guys and gals is that the lighter skin you get, all the way up to actual Caucasian race, is uh, the more problems, not the less problems, that's being perpetrated on the planet, on everybody else, and uh, even their own selves. So that's why I'm saying... Just look at Europe and the United States of America now. They're completely crumbling now and buckling at the knees by their own ways, by their own beliefs, their own policies. I don't care who they have doing it for them and to them. I mean, if somebody wants to kill themselves, does it mean they're not killing themselves because they have somebody else doing it for them? No, they're... That's just doing it in an indirect way. That's all. So, and like that's what I explained earlier. Uh, that's another trait of Caucasians, peculiarly for some reason. I don't know why, but anyway, it doesn't matter why. The point is that uh, uh, most of the problems come out of the Caucasian race in this world. Uh, I don't know if that's inherent or if that came uh, later on when they got arrogant because they assumed uh, just out of the blue one day that they were the superior race in the world. I don't know why, but I just know that's the way it is. Again, this isn't something that's very hard to figure out if anybody takes a step back and just pictures the, you know, the map of the world for a moment and looks at, uh, as you get wider, as, you know, the wider the nation, the more the problems. I'm sorry if it sounds racist. It's not really about skin, like I said. Um, so I shouldn't mention skin so much like I did a minute ago. But it's it's more about culture. But that's just... Uh, I, pu I put it in the way of skin because that's just the easy way to remember it. Um, I don't know why. That's just everybody... Every race has their own culture. So in a way, yes, there is racism, but not in, in, in a bad sense <laughs> we've always heard that word uh, as being something that's supposed to be a bad thing but racism uh i would say it should just be considered like the uh the idea or study of race um at least that's the way i'm trying to put it here maybe i should say raceology um so uh now the way this ties into gender is that 
um, and this is going to um, repeat something I said earlier which I like to do because it's a good refreshment for people's memory um, is that uh, the feminist movement that began actually began first in Europe and then short quickly after began, uh, began here in the United States and almost simultaneously in uh, Australia and Canada but um, here in the United States at least the um, the feminists were talking about women's rights but uh, not finishing that statement up with women's responsibilities they didn't ever mention that they just said women's rights <clears throat> now in a psychological sense that's that's also a mania because you're just talking about the, the high end of things so to speak and not the low end so to speak uh, rights and responsibilities go hand in hand they couple together in this life and real life <clears throat> excuse me so uh, and that's that's why it, it quickly took off just automatically with the Caucasian people because they're already manic people like I said this is what I mean I'm gonna get emotional here because on an emotional level with this with me this really is extremely frustrating I mean, I don't know if you've ever dealt with somebody who is manic, but they are extremely annoying. You just have, I don't know about you, but I personally have this extreme urge to want to just smack the living, you know what, out of them. Tell them to snap out of it and calm that, you know what, down. But this is the, the personality of the Caucasus people in general, not always, but in general for some odd reason. Um, well, anyway, but, uh, so, yeah, that's the psychology of it, um, is that, you know, Caucasians are already predisposed to that type of, uh, thing anyway, so they had no problem with that type of, uh, thing, you know, just talking about women's rights and not women's responsibilities, they, they, they love to just get caught up and carried away on, on, some cloud like that, like, ooh, yeah, women's rights, woo and just, uh, you know, be some sort of highfalutin group of people like that, and not considering down the road, the con you know, the consequences that might entail, so, yeah, that, that's how it ties into genders, um, the same mania that they're, um, destroying the rest of the world with in other areas, of life, um, they are destroying gender itself, they're destroying the roles and relationships between man and woman, because they just like to focus on uh, women's rights now, ever since these women came out in Europe and all these other white nations, like including the United States, talking about their rights, and now that uh, gets traced back, like I said in the last episode, uh, into uh, a deeper subject, which is uh, goes back to the Vatican, uh, namely the Opus Dei, uh, which is uh, consists of a group of members that are mostly Caucasian female, and uh, that, spiritually speaking, gets traced back to the old European w uh, way of... of uh, of a matriarchy 
matriarchies really don't exist in the world and throughout history. There's again, there's an, all, there's some exceptions just because there's always <coughs> excuse me. There's always got to be exceptions in this life um, because that's just how it is. It's just a rule, I guess you can say. But the general thing in Europe was uh, matriarch. Yeah, the, the matriarch, you know, matriarchal order. Uh, that's their paganism. Excuse me, back in the day before Christ. Um, and so to preserve that, because Christianity was spreading like wildfire throughout Europe after Christ's uh, resurrection, according to the Bible, um, the Caucasian women basically freaked out and said, no way, we're going to, you know, they just dug their heels in, so to speak, and insisted on preserving their dominance, or their worldly dominance. can't have dominance over a true Christian, but their worldly dominance, you know what I mean. Okay, so this was all said in the last episode, but I'm going over it again to give you a refreshment and, and show you how this ties in now in this episode to the general destruction of uh, uh, by the Caucasian people again in general not all Caucasian people but it doesn't matter we're talking about most of them um, so they are about um, just doing the wrong thing I can't get any more simple than that you know and some people say oh this is hate speech Really? First of all, how do you know somebody's emotions? Secondly, how is it that when people are changed, uh, at least a lot more so when they address the, their issue than if they don't address their issue? So it's actually out of true love, if anything, to address the issues here of the Caucasian race because obviously, obviously people not speaking about it at all has not been solving the problem so there's another point there too would you rather have even if it were hate speech would you rather have hate speech or hate behavior which has more of an impact and effect well hate behavior and that's what I'm speaking about here is hate behavior by the Caucasian race in general that's destroying the world right before our eyes and all, I'm sure, some of these people on here who believe themselves to be so enlightened and politically correct um, are probably trying to identify all this right now as hate speech. Look, okay, as the whole earth is crying out and uh, being completely destroyed as you know, right in front of our faces right now, that's the best you, you've got, you're going to say as we're going down, is, oh, hate speech, hate speech, because somebody else is, is, is crying out in the wilderness, so to speak, you know, uh, trying to give some voice out there as to, hey, you know, alert, look what's going on. Sort of like those birds you see out there that when they see a fire, they start, you know, other animals out there out in nature too they start making noises to say hey look fire fire you're going to attack the animals and say oh 
These are hateful animals. They're talking about a fire in my backyard. You know, how dare they? You know, I, I've spent a lot of time on my backyard. There's, uh, you know, a lot of work that's gone into this. And they're going to try and say, I've got a fire in my backyard. How dare these animals? Well, that, that's just more of the same thing. Any of you people who say that kind of stuff, you're part of those Caucasian people that I'm talking about. You're nothing but hateful in your behavior, as I've been saying. That's the bigger problem. Again, I can go back to another analogy where I'm talking about the thief on the street that takes a, you know, a couple bucks out of your wallet, and then a, a bank that takes a hundred thousand out of your bank account. Are you going to be that, um, you know, retarded that you're going to um, start pounding uh, the, the thief on the street over the head? Really, that's just cowardly because it's it's also a sign that you're just trying to take advantage of the person that you think you can take advantage of. You know you can't get up, go up against the bank like you could the person on the street. So that's a sidebar issue, folks. These people these days on the... You see them in the media and stuff. They, they like to talk about hate speech against certain individuals. That's because that's part of the nature that I'm kind of trying to get at here and reference about Caucasian people in general is that they're bad at their core they see in normal healthy human nature you like to go uh, you go after the people who the the true perpetrators not you don't have the mindset to go after those uh, because you uh, think you can take advantage of them more it's not a power issue but with Caucasians it's a power issue they are going after the people the lesser uh, perpetrators based on the the type of uh, belief system that they can uh, they can you know power trip they can uh, take advantage of those people so that's why you hear the stuff about hate speech because you notice who they're going after they're going after people like me and you that they believe they can uh, just power trip on again it's the more general broad point that these are uh, these are not normal, healthy human beings. They're uh, wicked and evil at their core. They have wicked and evil thinking and, and a belief system. Again, there's exceptions to the rules. As I said at the beginning of the show, I have Caucasian friends I hang out with. and uh, Not hang out with these days, sorry. But, uh, you know, I, I do talk to them and spend time with. So, and it, it's not a... Uh, I say skin because it's an easy way to identify, but it's not a skin thing exactly. It's a cultural thing that's developed over time. And now, unfortunately, it's gotten into genetics. It's, it's in their genetics. Um, but anyway, it's, that's, uh, that was caused by you know, a cultural thing. They started choosing to be evil. Uh, and again, this is by comparison. Everyone in the world can be evil, uh, but um, the Caucasian race much more so. And I don't care at this point as the earth is crying out and is uh, literally on the brink of extinction. I don't care about um, uh, p uh, political correctness. I mean, are you kidding me? Everybody knows politics is corrupted, so why in the hell would you want to be politically corrupt? That's wanting to be uh, corrupt correct. I mean, it's the same thing. Why the hell would I care about political correctness right now in this uh, the, the state that the world is in? 
I'm trying to identify a problem and be truth correct, folks. Um, of course, I have the hope that everybody becomes better, and that's the big reason I'm pointing this out. Like I said, um, I don't think realistically though that the Caucasian race will get any better, but I think there are some all some other solutions here. I I, I don't want to say in this episode what those solutions are, but uh, really, I think you know nature thinks. Uh, that has a tendency to take care of themselves so uh, that that's being shown right now in the fact that the Caucasian race is the fastest declining group of people in the world they um, and that's that's according to population experts who study you know they look at the numbers for a living so it's not an opinion I just came up with it um, can be verified through Google also a Caucasian race now is the fastest declining group of people in the world. They're they're eliminating their own selves. So, like I say, nature has a tendency to self-correct. Um, let's just hope that you know the problem is corrected before the Earth is uh, eliminated. If you know what I mean. But anyway, it's got to stop one way or the other, folks, because uh, the, like I say. The planet's crying out. We've got global warming getting worse. Uh, natural disasters happening more exponentially. And if you live in a place where you haven't seen any natural disasters, um, that doesn't mean that it's not going on. I mean, the news reports are real. They don't just make... They exaggerate things, but they don't just uh, come up with a 100% lie and say, oh, there's an earthquake here and uh, there wasn't one at all. So you can believe those reports. Uh that these things are happening exponentially throughout the, the world and, and, and there's a problem because um, corporations are causing these kinds of things tied to the, uh, the ozone layer and the, uh, the atmosphere and, and, um, and uh, why the, 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 wor the world is heating up and, um, and the, uh, excuse me, the climate in general like the, the amount of rain and so forth is is getting more out of balance and it's and you know these this this, this is a sensitive ecosystem we have you, and it, if you mess with things like that it it's it, things can the problem can multiply you know it can grow very quickly exponentially so um, I, I'm talking about a, something that's huge huge here folks um, we've got to identify the problem which I am trying to do I've tried to do here in this episode and show you how it also relates to uh, the way that the problem being the Caucasian race in general has also um, done you know caused the same kind of problems to gender and that's my area of expertise of my forte so I want to show how those two things are connected here um, they are getting manic on you men and women out there and, and, they're, uh, and the kinds of beliefs that they're pushing off on you just because they think it's cool to come up with a new idea every day about uh, what they think men and women should be versus what nature already says men and women are and the way things have been proven to work since the beginning of time with men and women because uh, these people won't stop 
they just need a good smacking, to be honest. I mean, I'm not saying that'll ever happen or it should happen, but that's what they need. When I see these kinds of people, I just want to give them a good smacking, people within the Caucasian race uh, and their mania, their, you know, their inability to just live in peace. You know, naturally the way man and woman once did. Uh, you know, sometime, a long time ago. But anyway, folks, um, I think uh, we should cut it here. We're at about 40 minutes. I've gone way over the time limit. I try to keep it at about 30 minutes. So um, thank you for listening. Um, again, I'm stumbling through these first few episodes, and I'm very sorry for saying um a lot. I'm trying to get more professional about uh, my presentations. Um, it, it, there I go again. The information itself, though, is what I'm, uh, what I'm uh, trying to get across to you, to you, men and women out there, wherever you may be in the world. Um, and so, <laughs> okay, I see I'm going to have to start a penny jar again for every time I say um. But uh, this uh, will conclude this episode. Thank you again. I, I'm very, I honestly, I'm, I'm sincerely very grateful to you men and women if, if you've uh, been putting up with me this far and listening to first few excuse me episodes um and the way that they've not been presented exactly maybe the way that you're used to like with people who do it more professionally for a living on uh in the mainstream media and uh, mainstream radio etc anyways um try to get the information look past that and keep positive uh if you can um and but balanced um first and foremost so Thank you very much. Um, I uh, hope that you'll come back on the next episode, and uh, I'll meet you there. Thank you. Bye-bye.